0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 665, a guide to developing the self-discipline habit, part two, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net, and I'm Justin Malek, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to the podcast, where blogs are read to you so that you can take a break from staring at a screen, always with permission from the authors, by the way. And today's post is a continuation from yesterday, so if you're new here, I'd recommend checking out that first. That's episode 664 but if you're all caught up, let's get right to part two as we optimize your life. A Guide to Developing the Self-Discipline Habit, part two, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Mindfulness with urges. You'll have the urge to quit doing something hard or to put it off for now. Those urges don't serve you well. Instead, develop mindfulness around those urges and see that you don't have to follow them. A good way to do that is to set a time for yourself where you can do nothing but X. For example, for the next 10 minutes, you can do nothing but write your book chapter or exercise, meditate, etc. When you have the urge to procrastinate or run to distractions, you'll easily see it because you're either writing the book or you're not. When you have the urge, tell yourself you can't follow it. You have to either write your book chapter or sit there and do nothing. Raymond Chandler used that as a simple writing system Quote, write or nothing. I find it works. Two very simple rules. A, you don't have to write. B, you can't do anything else, Unquote. The reason it works is that you are setting up a time where you do nothing else but that one specified task and you can see your urges to run away. Use this to learn to be mindful of your urges and see that you don't have to follow them. Interval training. If you combine the previous items into a system of bursts or intervals, you can train yourself using interval training. Number one, set your intention to practice self-discipline and not hurt yourself anymore. Number two, set a task to focus on, writing, drawing, strength training, meditating, etc. Number three, set a timer for 10 minutes. Five minutes is also fine if 10 is too long. Don't go longer until you get good at 10 minutes, then increase to 12 and eventually 15. I don't find I need to go beyond 15 or 20 minutes, even when I'm kicking butt. Number four, do nothing but sit there and watch your urges or push into your discomfort by doing the task. Number five, when the timer goes off, give yourself a five minute break. Number six, repeat. You can train for several intervals or potentially for an hour or two. Then take a longer break and do another set of intervals after that. This kind of interval training is fantastic because it's not that hard, you really train yourself in discomfort and watching urges, and you can get a lot done this way. A focus on others. When you find yourself struggling, dig into deeper motivation, doing your work or exercise or meditation, etc., not for yourself, but for others. For example, I'm writing this article to help my kids and anyone else who might benefit. I work out to be healthy not only for myself, but as an example for my kids and others who might benefit. I meditate, not only for my own peace and sanity, but so that I can help others find their own peace and sanity. You might draw or write or play music to inspire others. In each example, you might benefit, but you're also doing it to benefit others. And this benefit to others is much more motivating than doing something just for yourself. Try it, try doing a difficult task for someone else. Tell them you're gonna do it for them beforehand, then keep them in mind as you do it. See if you feel more motivated. Victories and success and failure. A huge mistake that a lot of people make is that they mess up and get discouraged by this. They feel bad about messing up. This causes them to give up and not wanna think about developing self-discipline. Here's the thing, failure is actually a victory. Failure means you tried, so it's a victory from the start. But it also means you learned something. You now know that what you tried didn't quite work. Next time you can try something a bit different. Add more accountability, try it at a different time, unplug your wireless router, get a workout partner, anything. Because of your failure, you have new information, you've learned, and that helps you get better. Failure is a victory, success is also a victory. No matter what your result, you can see it as an opportunity to learn, to grow, and to get better. Drop any ideas of being perfect at this and just keep trying. The next time you fail at whatever you're trying, instead of letting it get you discouraged, see it as a victory. Then keep going, no matter what, because giving up is only going to hurt you some more. Getting support. You're not in this alone. You have family, friends, online strangers who can help you. Form a support team by reaching out to the people around you and asking for their help. Lots of people skip this because they are embarrassed by their lack of discipline. They feel that the way they behave is shameful. That's not true. Actually, we all act like this, but we're just afraid to show that side to each other. But the truth is, if you show your quote-unquote dark side to people, they actually love you more, trust you more, and relate to you more. So don't be afraid to connect with others in a vulnerable way. Find the courage to ask for help. Then let yourself be supported as you work on pushing yourself into discomfort and hurting yourself less. You can do this. You just listen to part two of the post titled "A Guide to Developing the Self-Discipline Habit" by Leo Babauta of ZenHabits.net. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money, and this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode: Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to eighteen. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving. Budgeting and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success. And get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. That concludes this post. I'll have a new author for you tomorrow. And really quick before we go, don't forget that I have a Facebook group where you can connect with like-minded people and me. It's perfect for getting support, which is suggested in this article. And you can also hear from a couple of other hosts in our podcast family. To join, search for Optimal Living Daily Podcasts on Facebook and request access to join the group. That's the group, not the Facebook page, which we don't use very often. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. Have a great Friday and I'll see you over the weekend where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance.